Welcome to the City Church Online. This is where you get all the sermons that you might have missed or you might just want to listen to all over again. Please like, subscribe, remember to share and download this message. Come, let us grow together in Christ. So, the last two days we have been talking about altars. And uh, the title of the message is called Build Me an Altar. And uh, yesterday we talked about part two of Build Me an Altar. Today's sermon is called Build Me an Altar part three. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is called Build Me an Altar Part 3. So I'm just going to start and continue from where we stopped. We are looking at Jacob. And uh, I was about to read another scripture when I looked up and the time had run out. So this is the scripture we are going to start on. It is in Genesis chapter 35. We will start from verses 1. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Altars are platforms of authorization where uh, the spiritual realm is given permission to operate in the natural world. I have told you that even God in his omnipotence he has limited the boundaries of his operation within the boundaries of his principles. And so if you violate principle then you don't get the result of the promise the practice of principle must become a pattern in your life for you to appropriate the promise that God has given to you. And so because of that, even God himself does not violate his principles. Because in him there is no shadow of turning. There is no transgression and iniquity in God. And all his ways are righteous. All his ways are upright. So because he is a righteous God, he does not go against his own set principles. So when he created the heavens and the earth, on the sixth day he created man. And he told man, I have given you dominion over the face of this earth. From that time, he established a principle that the only authorized entity to work here on earth is man. And if the spiritual realm will uh, intervene in the natural realm, it must find permission from the man who already has the dominion here on earth. And 
And so it is that even when God wants to do something in this earth, he must find a man or a woman that agrees with him. One time the prophet Isaiah was praying. In fact, he had gone into the presence of God because he had problems. He had uh, lost his king. And he was sad and he went into the presence of God. When he got into the presence, he stumbled on the meeting of a father, son, and the Holy Spirit. And they were there in their meeting talking to themselves. Whom shall we send? Whom shall I send? Who will go for us? I don't know. Maybe they were talking about the plan of salvation. Where Jesus would finally say, You know, Father, I will go. But Isaiah stumbled there and said, Send me. Send me. Send me. Praise the Lord. I am trying to tell you that if God is going to do so much in the world, you must stop minding your own business and start minding God's business. As I told you, the challenges our world is facing today, God has already done as a given a solution to that. The challenges your family is going through, even God wonders because you are there. You see the things our country is facing and, and going through. Even God is saying, but, but where is a man and a woman who can stand in the gap? for the sake of this generation. And we need more and more men and women who will be set on fire for God and agree with God that we want your work to be established here on earth. And so when God speaks, then he needs a response from a man. And such a man or a woman must therefore build God an altar so that there is uh, earthly authorization for divine intervention. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so the question is this. Will you be that man? Or will you be will you not be that man? Will you be that woman? Or will you just have children? Build a nice car house. Die having driven a BMW for strictly 15 years. And then die and go. Or will you be a man and a woman that will set a pace 
and become a reference point so that the rest of those who come after you, your posterity will reference and say but Rona existed. You see now when we speak, when we begin to speak when I begin to speak, I cannot speak and not talk about my mother. But how many stories of my father have you heard? Do you understand? He was a bank manager, had a nice job, a driver, and uh, whatever. And then there was this P1 school teacher who could hardly feed us. The other one lived his life. Married as many women as he thought were necessary for him. Gave birth to as many children as he wanted. He died. We buried him. Amen. You understand? My mama, mama on the other hand found Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And she began a lineage of men that are going to serve Jesus. She has not only planted churches, but all of us, he had children. All of us who have come out of her, we are pastors of amazing churches. Because she decided to stand in for God. And I've told you that story before. Because for her, she was actually born as a result of consulting with which doctors. And so there is no one that the devil ever created. My mother's parents consulted a witch doctor and they had a daughter. That daughter was saved by God and she did not just sit in church asking for a new piece of land and vehicle uh, but she became uh, an altar in herself. Do you understand what I'm saying? She became a conduit of God's power, God's glory, and God's might. So that now, out of her, have come mighty men and women. Some of the churches she has planted, if I mention them to you right now, you know them. Some of the men in town that you see and you're like, wow, that man of God. She's part of their stories. I am saying to you, God, God is waiting for a man and a woman who will agree with him and say, Lord, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. I am starting a new line of men and women that will be a godly posterity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so God met Jacob in chapter 28 as we saw. God met Jacob. Literally. Heaven opened up. The man saw angels ascending and descending. Some going up. 
Others going down. Some going up. Others going down. Others going up. Others going down. And he says, when he looked at the top of the ladder, God himself was sitting there. And God spoke to him. And he said, Jacob, the land on which you lie, I will give to you. I will give it to you. I will give it to your children. I will even give it to your children's children. Out of you, your nations shall be blessed. Hey, it was a powerful thing. Very powerful. And he woke up. Say, wow. This is exactly the gate of heaven. This one. This is the dwelling place of God. So he, he said, we shall call it Bethel. We shall call the place Bethel. Because this is where God is. However, let me put a stone here. A pillar. Because God, I understand. I understand you have plans. I do understand you have plans. But you found me also going somewhere. You also found me with a certain plan. I was going to my uncle's house. But if you ever lead me well, and you go with me. No And I get good success where I go. And you keep me in the way I am going. And you give me some food to eat. And I also become fashionable and put on nice clothes. Then. Then you shall be my God. If you lead me and I go wherever I want to go, I do whatever I want to do. And then I come back. To my father's house, not here. To my father's house. Like, it is like, God, I want to do my thing. And I would like you to bless my thing. I've always had plans. And so, as, don't change my plans. Just bless them. So, Jacob goes. Jacob goes. He just leaves a stone there and goes. He says, I pour oil on it and goes. Now, I have come to realize that just because God has given you a nice good word, it does not necessarily mean that that, not, that nice good word is going to happen. Not because that word is not established in heaven. By the way, some of you, your prophecies will arrive to your great-grandchildren because ah. God's word doesn't rot. Simply because you are so, so Jacobs. You are you, you, you are so insistent on your own plans. That God's plans are of no consequence as much to you. But when God brings a word to you, then he must receive a certain response from you. And that response starts with you building an altar. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So Jacob receives this amazing word. And the dude goes his way. 
Now, Kati. he is going to waste another 20 years. 20 years. Do you know how long 20 years are? You get your age. And subtract, I was going to say minus, subtract 20 years. Now, how old are you after you have subtracted 20 years? Do you want to go back to that age? On the other hand, look at that age where you were before 20 years ago. And look at the things that have happened in between. Some of you 20 years ago, you were in P2. Now you even have a degree. Some of you 20 years ago, you were in P4. Now you are carrying babies. Jacob continued and went to Laban's house. You know what's funny? Is that even in Laban's house, the Lord was with him. You get it? But he but. was not where God wants him to be. He suffered. When God was even with him, God could not allow Laban to touch Jacob. Because God was with Jacob. But Jacob was outside the place of God's blessing for him. After 20 years, when his wages have been changed 10 times, some sense comes into him after 20 years. And he says, but there's a place I met God. There's a place I met God. I think, why don't I go and find that place again? So, Jacob goes Jacob to that same place because he realized that after 20 years of trouble, in fact, 20 years of trouble, they changed his wages. I mean, they even changed his wife. Can you imagine? But like, like how, how, how they did it. Then he got the one he loved. And she couldn't give birth. Like this dude, one problem after another problem. So finally he goes back to God. And says God. Help me. God comes back to him in a dream. In uh, Genesis chapter 31. Verses 11. He testifies like this. He says, Then the angel of God spoke to me in a dream saying, Jacob. And he said, Here I am. And he said, Lift up your eyes now and see all the rams which leap on the flocks are streaked, speckled, and gray spotted. For I have seen 
all that Laban is doing to you. I am the God of Bethel. Where you anointed the pillar. And where you made a vow to me. Now arise. Go out of this land. And return to the land of your family. To the place where you found me at first. Dayo. Go back. I was telling you that some of you, you are just wasting time going round, 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 round. And God is amazing because he doesn't live in time like you do. You are the only one who doesn't have time. For him, he lives in eternity. So you, you go around and he waits for you exactly where he wanted you to be. And you go around. He preserves you. He preserves you. But you go around. Finally, sense comes to you. You come back. The same place. Except you, you are older. And you have to do the same things young people had to do who realized at a young age. The things you should have done 20 years ago. It has now let's start. So in chapter 35, Jacob has finally left Laban and went back to the land that God called him into. And First of all, he realizes the reason that first of all made him run away which was that his brother is going to kill him was actually unfounded. His brother meets him and instead gives him a high five. But 20 years he had run away saying, he was stressed the whole night when he's coming back. He sent the, the cows, he sent the sheep, he sent the, everything. And just told them when you meet him, just tell him everything is yours. Me, I've worked for nothing. Everything is. And that dude didn't want anything. Some of the things that people fear to engage with God are baseless and foundless. You know, one of the things I was so afraid of growing up was a life of poverty. Like, I didn't want to be poor at all. So, my mother had told me that you do three things to get out of poverty. Number one, love Jesus. Number two, study. You must study. Number three, you must work hard. So, I got these three things. But then when I finished studying the first degree, even before I finished, God told me I've called you into ministry. And then, he said, you know what that means. You are not going to actually have a job job. So, one time I am in church praying in the night. And I'm, I'm disturbed. I'm saying, but God, how am I going to make it? Because after I had graduated, all my friends we had graduated with, they all got jobs. And nice jobs. Six months down the road, 
Me, I'm still in my mother's house. My friends are all renting nice places. Some of them had, had even started driving. Others were buying land in Munyonyo. Yes. So I am disturbed. I am in church at night around 1 a.m. I am praying. But I'm complaining. I am saying God. I don't understand. Because I can actually do something. Am I just being foolish? Am I just being stupid? Am I going to die in poverty? And back then there was this stereotype about pastors. That they are the ones who have uh, they have an issues. Praise the Lord. Amen. So here I am crying now. And saying God. Then I had very clearly the Holy Spirit saying, Alex, Alex, I did not like I would think, you know, when you're crying like that, am I going to be dying in poverty? You are the one who has called me. I would imagine that then God would come with the Holy Spirit. You know like what he did with Jesus. He sent angels and they encouraged him to continue in the same but to encourage him. So he would say, uh, no, my son Alex, I have a way I can do things you can't do. You will not die in poverty. You know, this is how it's going to be. That's not what he did. I heard the Holy Spirit very clearly. Very clearly. Undeniably. Saying, Alex, I did not call you to make money. And kept quiet. Deal with it. So I began to wrestle with this idea. Until after all the tears dried up, I said, okay, God. Say, okay. 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 If you want me to die in poverty. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You know those prayers where you, you let, let me tell you, when you find someone praying their things, you leave them alone. Sometimes you don't know where it is coming from. You find someone is just like, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You, you don't know what they are saying. You leave them alone. Praise the Lord. Because I was just I, I was even when I remember that thing, I feel a thing here because so I realized this is going to be my life. No, no making money. I don't know how to make money. Like, I am not called to make money. And it's not because I'm not even a brilliant man. I, I think I know how we can make money. But God had spoken. And that was a major fear I held. But I had to surrender to that which is God's will, not my will. I had to say God. Okay. I don't like it. And so, after that, I was just staying in a garage. I was just there. Just it ringing in my head. Whenever I would look at my friends, and they seemed to be doing very well, the voice would come back. 
I did not call you to make money. So I sat in church. Every morning, I would wake up and come at church and just be there. And they want someone to set up the sound, I would set it up. Someone to lead lunch hour. No one wanted to lead lunch hour, I would lead lunch hour. We are going for mission, I am going. The children need to be someone to, I didn't even know how to, to dance and do all those things with children, but I was just there. So. Because sometimes some of the things we are, fear, we are afraid of, at the time, they are very real. They look very real. Because Jacob had just stolen a blessing from Esau. And it's not Esau who told him. Someone told him Muganda When your brother sees you, if you hear the words he's saying, and then his mama said, Jacob, I have a brother, I don't want to lose two sons. You go. But as he's going, he meets God. And then he tells God, if you, then I. You don't tell God if you. He is God. You are not. Praise the Lord. It's better you settle it that way. So, Finally, God tells him, Jacob, go back. The place to you prepared your blessing, you must pick it from there. Go back. So he goes back. And again, he's stressed about Esau. Now, what is funny? Is the night before he meets Esau. He is met by uh, a man he wrestles with. We, we think it is Christ. Uh, at Penuel, that night. He wrestles with him. And when he wrestles with him, the man... He tells him, please, don't go away before blessing me. Don't go away before blessing me. And so, the man blesses him. But he blesses him by calling him a name Jacob had never had. He told him, you are Jacob. You shall be called Israel. Shall be called Israel. And the man left. Now, when you read the scriptures, you will realize that actually, though it was pronounced on him, it did not become there. In fact, he continued in such in problems. Until chapter 35. And in problems, people wanted to take his daughter, his son, go mad and hayway and all of those things. In chapter 35, the Bible says, Then God said to Jacob, Arise, go up to Bethel and dwell there. Also, make me make an altar there to God. I thought we had put a pillar there. No, 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 no. It's not the pillar. It's not the stone. 
I want you to make an altar there to God who appeared to you when you fled from the face of Esau, your brother. So you see, this is what Jacob should have done in the first place. Had he met God and said, whoa, this is the house of God. This is the portal of heaven. I'm going nowhere. I have met God. And he builds an altar there. And he dwells in that place. You know that all the things he was running after would have just found him there. He probably would not have married Leah. He probably would have had Rachel. And they still had their 12 children. God has his ways. You see, Isaac, his father, Abraham understood where he had been blessed. And Abraham told Isaac and he told the servant in charge of Isaac he told him no matter what you are not taking my son back to the other lands he stays here. This is where we met God. He has to be here. He has to be here. And then, so you, and but you can't find him a wife here. So you have to go back. But don't even go with him. For him, he stays here. Where God is. That is where we stay. That's where we stay. But Jacob went. And Laban was his direct uncle, his mother's brother. So he married some of his uncle's daughters. His cousins. Are those cousins? But if he had, I believe that if he had stayed where he had met God, he would have saved himself a whole lot of trouble. Because look at what happens. And Jacob said to his household, and to all who are with him, put away the foreign gods that are among you. Purify yourselves and change your garments. Then let us arise and go up to Bethel. Now, first of all, do you see that this place is continuously mentioned, Bethel? Who named it Bethel? You get it? When he met God, the authority he carried is that he could name a place and that becomes its name. I am telling you, friends, you have too much authority in your hands. Oh my goodness. You can say a word and it will be established. By the way, that is not even an option you have. Because the words you say matter. Yes. I mean, some of you, your mother looked at you and said, Look at it full. And every time she would look at you, you, you would actually do a real mistake. And abuses you. He just abuses you. And those words are now implanted in because, let me tell you, human beings carry such power. It is one of the reasons why if you don't like anything within your life, learn to use your mouth. Speak to them. Say no. Ah. 
I am the head. I'm not the tail. I live above and not beneath. My children are wise. My wife submits. My husband loves. He is the best man I have ever seen. You wake up in the morning before he wakes up. You put your hands on him. And don't say, Lord, please make him. Uh -uh. You say, you man, you are mine and mine alone. God has given you to me. You love me. I know you do. Your heart is after me. Hey! How do you think we became the things we are? I'm telling you, you would wake up in, uh, not in the morning, like in the night and the hand is on you and mother is there. You will be a gentleman. You will serve hey! hey! There was no way we could escape. Praise the name of Jesus. I am telling you, my friends. You can wake up every morning. You enter your office. Not your desk. You look for me one day. Because I have a better office, I'm going. One on the work I said I was here for a time. I'm leaving. Bye bye. This is these are my parting shots. I am going. Glory be to Jesus. I am telling you, friends. You have the spirit of the living God in you. You have that authority of Jesus in you. Did you know that you are the temple of the Most High God? That's why you can enter a place and speak to that place and say, Place. I command you. I speak. It will be like this. You keep speaking. You keep speaking. You keep speaking. You keep speaking. You keep, speaking. You keep commanding until it becomes what you say. The Bible says that after God created everything, he, out of the earth, he made all the living creatures and brought them to Adam. And whatever Adam called it, it was so. The power God has put in the inside of you. I need to see some crazy men and crazy women that will walk in high places and take their authority and say as good as long as God is on my side. I will not allow this to be this way. I change it. I change it. I change it. I change it. I have authority. I have power. Someone say I have authority. I can change my situation. I have authority. And so, in verses 3, he says, Then, let us arise and go up to Bethel. You know, the good thing for us today, do you see that word Bethel? That word Bethel, do you know what it means? It means God is dwelling place. The house of God. Oh, someone, do you understand that you are the temple of the most high God? You are the dwelling place of the Holy Spirit. Come on! You are the Bethel! Hey, I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. I am the habitation of God. Oh my goodness. 
even you I'm speaking about you even you God dwells in you God dwells in you the spirit of God dwells in you you have received not the spirit of this world but the spirit that is from God that you may know the things that have been freely given to us do you understand someone take two minutes I mean two seconds and, and celebrate I take two seconds and acknowledge God take two seconds and acknowledge the Holy Spirit come on somebody take two seconds and say he dwells in me 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 I am the Bethel of God I am the dwelling place I am that dwelling Come on, give glory to God. Give glory to God. You are the dwelling place of 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 God. It is because of Jesus and by Jesus that you have become the dwelling place. Let me tell you some things are are things you must learn to walk in. Um, let me give you an example. On Monday, Kumande, I applied for my passport. At first, we wanted to apply for express. Just felt I didn't want to give them all that money. So we applied. Ordinary. Today, I received a message. Yeah. That my passport. The <laughs> passport Did we say grace? Speed and effectiveness. I am telling you, my friends. There is something that is in you that is very powerful. You are not a normal human being just there. There is power in the There is God in you. It is the power of God. It is the grace of God. It is the grace of God. Do I have some believers in the house? Do I have some believers online? Do I have some believers in Iganda. Do I have some believers? Hey, hey. I am the dwelling place of God. Come on, give him a shout. He is worthy. He is worthy. So he said, Agamba. Then let us arise and go to Bethel. Now for him, he had to arise and go to Bethel. You live within Bethel. We are in a covenant of better promises. Do you understand? So you have a better.
better thing than Jacob had. Jacob had to rise and go to the place. You walk with the place. You walk with the place. You live in the place. You are where the place You carry the presence of God. Come on. Let me tell you. Do not lose this. No, 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 no. Do not fail. Unless you forsake this truth. Unless you forsake this truth. But you are not of them that go back to perdition. You are not of the kind that go back to perdition. You are a holy mountain. You are an establishment of God. You are a royal priesthood. You are the building of God. God is with you. You are a success. I am a success. I am God's child. God is dwelling place. Give him glory in the house. Give him glory in the house. Give him glory. He is worthy. I am his temple. So Jacob had to arise and go. I am. I am. Me, I am. So that is why when I show up, things begin to line up for my favor. They begin to line up for my elevation. They begin to line up because I am the dwelling place. Do you understand? Grace, speed, effectiveness. Do you understand why this year you are going to walk in grace, speed, and effectiveness? Because what we are talking about is already it's already what God says I am and he has already named me glory be to his name give him praise in two minutes seconds. we give glory to you our God we give glory to you our God speak in tongues if you can we give him glory we give him glory we give him him glory. Thank you Jesus. Thank him for indwelling you. Thank him for the indwelling spirit. Thank him for power and anointing. Thank him for unspoken grace. Ah, it's amazing. It's amazing. He is God. It's amazing. He is God. It's amazing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. My dwelling place. And so David will tell you that he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, you are my shield, my defense, my strong tower. So he says to them in verses 3, then let us arise. Let's go. Like I've been out so long. Now let us go. You know, some of you, what we are trying to do right now, because if you pray out of ignorance, you will pray amiss. Answers to prayer are simply manifestations of spiritual realities in the natural realm. And so we must learn how to access it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, and so Jacob said, because you know that then is a big then. Because after 20 years, you see, 
After 20 years. Let me tell you. It will not take you 20 years. No. It should. It is not going to take you the whole year. Uh -uh. It, they say smanya in this place for you to be promoted. You must It will not take you the normal process. You are the dwelling place of God. You see. That is what I am trying to do here. I am trying to lift you up. From your Lord Praise the Lord. I, I am trying to get you from your then. To bring you to your now. You shine with the brightness of the glory of God. I am telling you, leave alone this image you see in the mirror. That's why the Bible tells us the word of God is our mirror. Because if you look in this natural mirror, what you see is a lie. You have to get into this actual mirror. You see, this is how we read the Bible. You must read the Bible and see yourself there. You get it. So when I read this text, and it says, Let us arise and go to Bethel. I said, Wait a minute. I'm Bethel. So I need to go nowhere. But I need to start something. And so he says, And I will make an altar. There to God. Whatever you do, don't miss tomorrow. I am telling you. Because you look at this thing. I will make an altar there to God. Where? Where? I'm telling you, whatever you do, tomorrow, don't miss. Because tomorrow, we will look at the art of making an altar. Yes. Because now we have arrived. We have arrived in Bethel. It's not after 20 years. It is now. We are starting now to make an altar. We are starting now to make an altar to the Lord. The one who answered me in the distress. And he has been with me in the way which I have gone. God has been with you. He has spoken to you. But what you spoken let him start to work for you. Who has been with you? Let him change your ways. He was been with you. Let him lift you. He was been with you. Let him take it forth. Who am I speaking to? Come on, somebody, give glory to Jesus. Give glory to him. I'll build an altar. I build an altar. When people are playing with these things of prayer, I wonder, are you going to which doctors? You are not. Hey, hey, we have something better. We have something better. So, this is not a joke. When we say we are waking up at five, we are doing something. We are doing something. We are doing something. We are designing something. We, we are putting in place something. This is not for no reason. 
said, I will make an altar to God who answered me in the day of my distress and has been with me in the way which I have gone. So Jacob gave, so they gave Jacob all the foreign gods which were in their hands. And verses 5. And they journeyed. And the terror of God was upon the cities. That were all around and they did not pursue the sons of Jacob. So Jacob came to Luz, that is Bethel. Which is in the land of Canaan. He and all the people that were with him. And he built an altar there. And called the place. El Bethel. El Bethel. El Bethel. El Bethel. God of the house of God. Katonda. Katonda. El Bethel. El Bethel. The God of the house. Katonda. Katonda. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And uh, after that. In verses 9, the Bible says, Then God appeared to Jacob again when he came from Padan Aram and he blessed him. And 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 God said to him, Your name is Jacob. Your name shall no longer be called Jacob But Israel shall be your name. So he called his name Israel. Then his story changed. And he also, also God said to him, I am God Almighty. Now you can be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations shall proceed from you. Kings shall come from your body and the land which I gave to Abraham and Isaac and give to you and to your descendants after you I give to the land. I give the, this land. Do you understand? The, prob the same promises that had been given to him 20 years Now he comes to walk in there. Why? Watch. He has built God and all He has built God and all The city church. City church. Join me. Let us build God an altar. Let us build such a hot altar in Luzira that the rest of the nations shall come and drink from the fountains. Let us build God such an altar that the whole of Africa will tune in to hear what God has from this house. Let us build God an altar so that Chinese, Indians, Palestinians, Europeans, people from all nations will come and drink from the altar. Lift up your hands and say, God, here I am. I will build you an altar. I am available. I am your dwelling place. Now help me. I'll build you an altar. 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 Thank you, Jesus. This audio sermon has been brought to you by the City Church. We would love to hear from you. Please contact us on 0706-332-572 or 0776-579-679.